From NPR and WNYC, live from the Bell House in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia, Ask Me Another. And here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thank you, Jonathan. This week's very important puzzlers are based right here in Brooklyn, but they tour the world. You may have seen them on the Colbert Report or Letterman. Their new album is called Bad Self Portraits. It's the band Lake Street Dive. And please say hello to our one-man house band, Mr. Jonathan Colton. Hello, everybody. Our first game is called It's a Snap, and let's welcome our first two contestants, Emily Kadish and Rob Millis. All right, do you have a skill that you would consider as easy as snapping your fingers? Rob? Uh, I can be a smartass pretty well. You can be a smartass? Can't wait. Not a good one. I can can wreck a dinner party by being a smartass. You can I like that you consider that a positive trait. It depends. It depends on what your goals are for your party. What would be your goal with wrecking a dinner party? Um, If you want to get everybody out of your house in the next 10 minutes. Yes. Have me, like, compliment the hostess or something, yeah. <laughs> Emily, how about you? Making a fool of myself in front of strangers? Oh, all right. So it's like what Rob does, but you are conscious about it. I try, <laughs> right? Okay. It's like what Rob does, plus shame. Uh, plus shame, exactly. All right, in this snappy game, each answer will be a word or phrase containing the word Snap but we want to challenge your coordination and dexterity, so we want you to substitute an actual snap of your fingers where the word appears. So if we said this term can describe a casual photograph, you would reply, shot, snapshot. Yeah, they look look totally confused. (laughs) So really, really, we're serious about this. We want to hear your fingers, and if you do not snap, if you say the word snap, we will count that as a wrong answer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is the radio. <laughs> and it's very serious. And there are rules on the radio. And there are the rules ripple. on the radio. <laughs> That's right. So the winner will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Are you ready? Sure. Yeah. sure. Maybe. Okay, right. here we go. It's good enough. This brand of beverages features such flavors as peach tea, kiwi strawberry, and go bananas. Rob. Pull. Yeah. Good rhythm. Nice work. <laughs> Strong snap. You did snap before the bell, which is a. Uh, we're I not going to penalize you this time. I was confused which hand I was going with. <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> right. This is almost a sport. The way. Yeah, we're, we're asking doing it. for a lot here. <laughs> Martha Stewart recommends making this thin cookie with cinnamon and molasses while Rachel Ray recommends making a cocktail of the same name with lemon juice and vodka. God bless you, Rachel Ray. Rob. Ginger. That's right. God bless Rachel Ray. Oh, she's the best. Just by making it alcoholic. Somebody else would make a cookie, but she makes a cocktail. That's right. Guy Fieri, or whatever his name is, would like smother it in buffalo sauce and eat it in a 7-Eleven parking lot with a guy named Stabby Jeff, or something like that. (laughs) Roman encyclopedist Pliny the Elder believed that rubbing yourself with this flowering plant could improve your appearance. Emily. Dragon? Yes! I would say the Elder is my favorite Pliny. (laughs) In 2013, the founders of this app that lets you send auto-deleting photos to friends rejected a $3 billion acquisition bid from Facebook. Emily. Chat. You got it. Yes. Snapchat rejected that offer in 10 seconds. (laughs) That's right. Then the offer immediately disappeared. (laughs) In the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz, the wizard calls Dorothy this name for an annoying, overconfident young person. Emily. Whipper. Er. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly awkward to have the snap in the middle of the word like that. It makes it sound way dirtier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this is your last question. 
Samuel Adams brews a seasonal white ale named after this term, describing a sudden short period of chilly weather. Emily. Cold. That's right. Puzzle guru Art Chung, how did our contestants do? Well, there was some amazing snapping in that game. Congratulations, Emily. You're moving on to our Ask Me One More final round. Let's welcome our next two contestants, Sean Schaefer and Brandon Spector. Both of you have amazing credentials. Brandon, you're the humor editor for Reader's Digest, and you have a blog where you uh, review teen... Books, teen movies, books. anything, as long as it's snarky. As long as it's snarky and for the teens. All right. For those whippersnappers. I get it. Sean, you're visiting us from Winter Park, Florida. Yes. Those things are a contradiction. Is that place just a contradiction? In many ways, yes. Yes, I'm sure it is. And you run a public library? I do. Thank you. So here's my question to you, Sean. What celebrity would you not like to meet but to marry? Like, what celebrity do you think you could spend, like, 10 to 15 years with successfully? (laughs) Well, I've sort of already spent 30 years with him, and... I know what you're going to say, but it's Barry Manilow. Oh. I know, I know. But that's just because he hasn't slept with me. (laughs) So what you're saying is like the odds are good. It's coming, it's getting closer. Absolutely. Brandon, how about you? Barry Manilow as well. Of course. This is difficult because my girlfriend is here and she's not a celebrity. Um, you know what? You're doing fine. You said that. You're cool. Whatever you want to say now that is... That being said... Yes. If you had to, right? If I must. If she wasn't available. I'll go with Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> yeah. She seems awesome. <laughs> that Fun way. gal. And, and one particular reason or... Well, that way I could take my current girlfriend as a mistress... And she could visit me in a very nice bedroom. I like that this is all about really just a better apartment. <laughs> just someone with a good place to live. Awesome. How about you, Colton? Jonathan Colton? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a choice. I'm perfectly happy with my wife, who sometimes listens to the show. <laughs> The thing is, celebrity marriages never last because famous people are always marrying the wrong people. We're going to solve that problem for you right now by pretend marrying two famous people who were obviously meant to be together because their resulting last name combination makes a funny joke. (laughs) That is how people should choose. Puzzle Guru Archung, would you give us an example, please? If we said, when the longtime owner of the L.A. Lakers married the first female American astronaut to go into outer space, together they became what mode of transportation? You would say, bus ride, combining the last names of Jerry Buss and Sally Ride. Oh. Right? (laughs) It's just like marriage, hard. (laughs) It's work. It's work, but it's worth it. (laughs) That's right. And you got to talk it out. And of course, like half of all marriages, this game will end in anger and divorce. Here we go. When the comedian known for entertaining American troops overseas marries the singer of Sweet Caroline, together they become what gemstone on display at the Smithsonian? Sean. Bob Hope and Neil Diamond. So Hope, the Hope Diamond? Hope Diamond is correct. Thank you for throwing me an old one. I appreciate that. (laughs) When Nicole Kidman's country star husband divorces her, sorry, Nicole, and enters a same-sex union with the R&B singer of the hit song All of Me, together they become what term for a modern myth of unknown origin? You guys have spirals in your eyes right now. Sean. Urban Outfitters. 
Right, you're, you're talking about MC Outfitters, the, uh, the singer? Absolutely, yes. I, I'm sorry, that, I'm sorry. I wish that were correct, but it is not. Brandon, do it's, you have a guess? Urban fiction? Oh, it's very close. They're both good answers. Well, they're both great answers yeah. and both wrong. What is the answer, everyone? Urban legend is what we're looking for. John Legend. When the Daily Beast founder and former New Yorker editor marries the first African-American female secretary of state, together they become what nutritious whole grain? (laughs) Sean? Brown rice. Brown rice. That's right. When a famous cellist who has won more than a dozen Grammys marries the star of Veronica Mars, together they become what nickname for a former telephone monopoly? (laughs) Sean. Ma Bell. Ma Bell, yeah, you got it. Yo-Yo Ma and Kristen Bell, in case anyone wanted the... That's right, Yo-Yo Ma and (laughs) Kristen Bell. Because someone might be going like, oh, MC Ma? (laughs) Somebody right now is screaming at the radio, I don't get it! (laughs) Why?! All right, this is your last question. When a legendary pinup model from the 50s marries a slave who led a famous rebellion in 1831 Virginia, together they become what term for a book you can't put down? Brandon. Page Turner? Page Turner. Yes. Betty Page and Nat Turner. That is correct. Art Chung, how did our contestants do? That was a tough game, but Sean is our winner. Congratulations, Sean. Coming up, I'll talk with Lake Street Dive, which is both the name of a great band and the setting of every Tom Waits song ever. So stick around. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. This episode and the following message are made possible by Ardeo, a digital music service. Announcing Ardeo Select, a new subscription plan for mobile users, combining ad-free online stations and offline listening. With Ardeo Select, hear endless stations, powered by over 35 million songs, and download your choice of 25 songs to listen to offline on mobile and other devices. Learn more about Ardeo Select at R-D-I-O dot com slash select. Did you know that Amy Poehler is a self-proclaimed snoop who reads other people's journals? Yeah, that's right. Or that John Waters was a judge at the porn Oscars? Well, you would if you listen to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. You will hear surprising stories from artists, authors, and journalists, people you love, and you'll discover new ones. And you can find Fresh Air's podcast at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR One app. You're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and with me is our one-man house band, Jonathan Colton, and our puzzle guru, Art Chung. But let's welcome our very important puzzlers from the band, Lake Street Dive, Rachel Price, McDuck, Bridget Kearney, and Mike Calabrese. Welcome to the show, my friends. So, Rachel, uh, you guys are on tour, having a good time. Do you guys play games in the uh, tour bus? Yes. The current game <laughs> is called Guess But. Guess But. Yeah. Okay, I like it already. The, um, the one person lies face down. Um, <laughs> and you put uh, various objects unknown to them just on their butt in any way possible. <laughs> And they have to use their butt to guess what the object is. I came up with that game myself. That's amazing. <laughs> Who is the reigning champion? Um, I guessed... Uh, I once guessed a, a table, maybe, once. Um, a table? Uh, I feel like Michael Calabrese, our drummer, is the reigning champion. No, 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 I'm the worst. I, I always, for some reason, I always think it's a bag of socks. <laughs> That's the, that's the only thing I can think of, when it, no matter he what it is. He thought a guitar was a bag of socks. 
Yeah, you're right. He's ter- Actually, in fact, no one's good at it. So. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, you met in jazz school, right? Uh, in the um, New England Conservatory of Music? Correct. Were you in a jazz band? Did you guys come together and say, let's play jazz? No, actually, we came together and McDuck said, let's play... Don't say it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it. Um, it wasn't jazz. <laughs> let's we were play trying... guess butt is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people describe the music you're putting out a lot of different ways. Vintage pop meets rockabilly, um, swing, soul, Motown. Bridget, how do you... Describe, like if someone's like, what kind of music do you play? What do you say? Um, we put it in like soul pop category generally. Soul pop. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We try not to limit ourselves to either of those. Okay, guys, I'm excited you're bringing your diverse musical talents to this next game. So let's chat with our lucky contestant. Please welcome Pamela Vachon. Hi. Hi. Yes, you see what's going on. Yes, they're all, they're all blowing up balloons, uh, yeah. so that's terrifying, isn't it? So, Pamela, this is not your first time on the same, in the same room as Lake Street Dive. No, in fact, um, just last week, I took a bus to and from Boston in the same day to see your songwriting workshop at uh, New England Conservatory. Yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you hey, answered my question about again. literal songwriting. That's right. Exactly. Good to see you. How about that? That is so great. Thank you. So it was a good workshop. You enjoyed it. Was it. Really, it was great. Yeah, it's going to come in really handy when I start my Lake Street Dive tribute band, which is going to be called Fake Street Dive. Oh! Copyright. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> well, this game is called My Beautiful Balloon. Okay. It turns out the band has a hidden talent. Rachel, I'll let you share the good news. Um, I'm so sorry about this game you're about to play. Uh, we... This is a this was this was pre guess but uh, this is one of the first band games we like to play. We are gonna just we're gonna play a song for you on these balloons, and you Naturally. have to guess what it is. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you ready? I don't know that I'll ever be, but here we go. They're famous songs. Yeah, they're pretty recognizable, and otherwise, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Thank uh, you. One, two. Pamela. We will rock you by yeah. Queen. Right. <laughs> Same Thank range you for the drums. Mercury. That, that was very yeah, helpful. Yeah. Just providing some context. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next one? Indeed. Okay. originally written for the balloon, I believe. <laughs> it, sound, it sounded like Tom Petty, truthfully. I love the idea of somebody driving in their car, and they're like, I wonder what's on public radio right now. <laughs> Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. That's- yeah! yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> Pamela, congratulations. Thank you so much. You won. Thank you. You get a prize in oh, honor boy. of their new album, Bad Self Portraits. Lake Street Dive has agreed to take a selfie with you. Oh my God, great. And if you want to check that out, you can see it by visiting our Facebook page, facebook.com slash NPR Ask Me Another. Thank you, Lake Street Dive, for your amazing balloon talent on so many different genres music. And we will see you later in the show for your own challenge. Do you have a hidden talent? Come on our show and share it with the rest of the world. 
Send us an email to askmeanother at npr.org, and you too can squeeze a balloon on national radio. Let's meet our next two contestants, Jonah Kaplan-Wolner and Isaiah Tannenbaum. So if you were the president of the U.S., uh, how would you want people to remember you as like the, like the blank president? What would you want in that blank? Oh, um, well, I was going to say the Canadian president. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, I, I'd go with that. Yep, good. How about you, Jonah? I think just the president, the standard by which all following presidents are measured against. <laughs> <laughs> I like meeting people with no confidence problems. <laughs> It's, uh, it's refreshing. <laughs> whippersnapper. I think we call you a whippersnapper. <laughs> well, so this game is called Presidential Keywords. Here's the thing. Even though presidents spend years in office, often their term is identified by one simple word or phrase that they may or may not have chosen. For example, if you Google U.S. president and the word first, the top Google image result is, of course, George Washington. So what we're going to do is give you a bunch of keywords, ring in and tell us which president's image comes up first when you do that search. You ready? Let's yes. Let's do it. Okay. U.S. president plus fat. Jonah. Millard Fillmore. No, I'm sorry. Not Millard Fillmore. Isaiah, do you have a guess? Taft. Taft is correct. You know what they say. What do they say? They say when William Taft sat around the White House. <laughs> he really sat around. <laughs> it's probably not the legacy he wanted. <laughs> no, no. The bathtub president. The bathtub, the bathtub president. president. That's right. U.S. president plus cigar. Isaiah. Clinton. Clinton is correct. <laughs> he also enjoyed smoking them. <laughs> U.S. president plus bald. <laughs> Isaiah. Uh, Coolidge? No, I'm sorry. Jonah, do you have a guess? Uh, yeah, uh, Eisenhower. Oh. Eisenhower is correct. Yes. U.S. president plus doctrine. Jonah. Monroe. Yes, the, the greatest doctrine <laughs> of them all. The Monroe Doctrine. Many presidents have had doctrines, but none so great as the... I don't even know what it was. (laughs) U.S. president plus moose. Isaiah. Roosevelt? Teddy? Roosevelt, Teddy is the answer. (laughs) This is your last clue. U.S. president plus malapropism. Jonah. Ford. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent guess, but incorrect. Isaiah? I would have said Ford, too. Yeah, you nodded when he said Ford. You were yeah, like, yeah, yeah no, obviously Ford. Uh, oh, well, obviously I, Ford. Obviously Ford. <laughs> yeah. All right. And I have no, I, I have no idea. No Two idea. against one, I think I get it. <laughs> no, I, uh, that's, I like that. <laughs> this is not a democracy. <laughs> no, you're right. It's uh, a totalitarian regime yeah, where we tell you what's going you're on. You're right, you're yeah. right. Who is it, everyone? W. We're looking for George oh, W. Bush there. Yeah. yeah. The other guy. That's yeah. not what I think of anymore when I think of Bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that either. I hear you, buddy. <laughs> this was the weirdest. <laughs> game just took a very yeah. weird turn. Art Chung, how did our contestants do? It was a close game, but Isaiah is moving on to our final round. No one is going to learn anything from that game. No. No one's going to learn not helpful in any way. (laughs) And here are our next two contestants, Carly Smith and Chad LaVimonier. Carly, you have come a far way to be with us. Uh, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee? Nice! What do you do in Nashville, Tennessee? I work at an organic food store. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. It's called the Turnip Truck. Oh Urban my God! Fair. I love it. <laughs> the Turnip Truck sounds incredible. Uh, all right, good. I know you live in New York, Chad, but where are you originally from? I'm originally from that part of Connecticut nobody knows about. 
okay. in the northeast corner of it. The northeast? Does it yeah. have a uh, name? It's literally called the quiet corner. It's best known for not being known. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> have either of you ever had an IQ test? Chad? When I was very young. When you were very young? Yeah, well, let's test, uh, let's test your nerd IQ. Carly, favorite hobby? Probably reading, reading? which is the nerdiest answer. That's very high. Chad? I'm an amateur Zimmergist. Oh, um, yep, there you go. <laughs> Movie you like to quote, Chad? The Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, good choice. Carly? Singing in the Rain. Also great choice. <laughs> All right. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> Dumb or something? <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. I, I don't need to do anything, seriously. I am totally entertained by this. Thing you don't want us to know about you, Carly? I have never given Doctor Who or Joss Whedon a chance, and I'm always afraid when I go to cons because everyone always asks about those two things. Yeah, sure. Okay, Chad, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I... I listened to the first book of Game of Thrones as an audiobook. Wow. I wasn't sure if I would like it. It was, wow. uh, you know. Yeah. The shame. I know. Yeah. Well, this game is called IQ Test, uh, but since I'm not an accredited psychologist yet, uh, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to read you clues to a word, a name, or a phrase containing the letters IQ. Okay? And consecutively, somewhere inside the word. Here we go. Distinct and one-of-a-kind are synonyms of this word. Chad. Unique. Exactly. Well done, yes. Although logically, unique should have no synonyms, right? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Emily Post's area of expertise. Chad. Etiquette. Etiquette is correct. So you can feel bad about your fork choices since 1922. Twisting crunches that will help you build this muscle group that runs up and down the sides of your six-pack abs. Chad. Obliques? Obliques, yes. Obliques is correct. That was obviously a guess. That was obviously a guess. Yeah. You, you look very thin and svelte. I'm just tall. You're just tall? <laughs> I'm not in shape, I'm just really tall. <laughs> this banana company's logo is a woman wearing a hat full of fruit. Chat. Chiquita. Chiquita is correct, yes. Don't know the origin, but I assume it's getting drunk at a salad bar. A tight bandage meant to stop the flow of blood. Carly. Tourniquet. Tourniquet is correct. I know things. You know things. <laughs> PBS's highest rated show hosted by Mark L. Wahlberg. Chad. Antiques Roadshow. Correct. <laughs> they have that. We have hoarders. <laughs> this is your last question. Betty Friedan's most famous book. Carly. The Feminine Mystique. The Feminine Mystique. Correct. <laughs> Have you read the sequel, The Masculine Nightcrawler? <laughs> Not as good. I didn't like it as much. <laughs> Puzzle Guru Archung, how did our contestants do? Chad scored a little higher on this IQ test, and we'll be moving on to our final round. Let's welcome back Lake Street Dive. But I can't stop at two or three 
the members of Lake Street Dive on the music of their youth, so the hits from last year. Stay tuned. This is Ask Me Another from NPR. Thanks again for listening to Ask Me Another, and just a reminder, you should check out Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Did you know that Amy Poehler is a self-proclaimed snoop who reads other people's journals? Yeah, that's right. Or that John Waters was a judge at the Porn Oscars? Well, you would if you listened to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. You will hear surprising stories from artists, authors, and journalists people you love, and you'll discover new ones. And you can find Fresh Air's podcast at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR One app. Welcome back to Ask Me Another NPR and WNYC's Hour of Trivia, Puzzles, and Word Games. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and coming up, we'll see which member of Lake Street Dive isn't just mouthing the words. But first, our next game is called Very Confused TV Guide. Let's say hello to our contestants, Julia Meinwald and Ashley Lehman. Hello. Hello. So you're both in the music world. Ashley, you're a singer-songwriter. Yes. Julia, a composer. Yes. Excellent. So if you could adapt any television show into a musical of your fantasy, which one would you choose, Ashley? Um, Once Upon a Time, I think. Oh, yeah, that works nicely. Right. Yeah, some of them are already musicals, but there are a couple interesting new like twists they've thrown in that I think would be interesting. And would you do it uh, like classical musical format, or are you thinking more of a dark thing? Little... I think classical, maybe a little comedy. little comedy? A little comedy. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a fairy tale. Why not? How about you, Julia? I think I would say Twin Peaks, and I'd reveal... <laughs> We do, we reveal Laura Palmer's killer right before the end of Act One, then we just do Act Two. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'm on it. It's going to be really weird, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, of obviously. <laughs> like you don't know you're in a musical until you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever read the description of one of your favorite television shows on the on screen guide and you were like, who writes this, and have they even watched the show? <laughs> yes. So that was the inspiration for this game. I'm going to give you a very confused description of a TV show, and you have to tell me what the show is. For an example, let's go to our puzzle guru, Art Chung. So if we said, this spinoff of the James Bond flick Goldfinger features four ladies in body paint eating cheesecake together in their Miami home, the answer would be the Golden Girls? <laughs> so... You can see there are some accurate parts in the description and some parts that are not very accurate at all. Of course, the winner of this game will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Ready? A look at the dark underbelly of a choir of high-pitched female singers from New Jersey. Julia. Sopranos? The Sopranos, exactly. The members of an 80s arena rock band have a rough go of it two decades later, and must endure physical challenges in exotic locales just to get a bowl of rice. Ashley. Survivor? That's right. (laughs) And the loser has to go back on tour. (laughs) No longer living tree branches hang out in 19th century South Dakota and curse a lot. Julia. Deadwood? Deadwood, yes, exactly. (laughs) Was it the branches or the cursing that gave it away? Branches. 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 (laughs) You are the sweetest of all time, Julia, I can tell. Branches. Hanging out the passenger side of its best friend's ride, 
A cotton hospital uniform experiences life, love, and slapstick vignettes. No? Oh, man, I thought I delivered that perfectly. You did. <laughs> well, this is a guy who thinks he's fly, but is also known as a buster. <laughs> no? Ashley. The odd couple? <laughs> I think we accept that. I think no, we accept that. That's incorrect, but <laughs> yes. yes. No, uh, that is, that is, a couple is not right. Anybody know the answer? Scrubs. Scrubs. Odd couple. I like odd couple odd better, couple frankly. You won't want to miss the complicated plot twists and unanswered questions in this sci fi drama that features the tagline Save the cheerleader, save the footlong sandwich. Julia. Heroes. Heroes is correct. Nice. Puzzle Guru Archung, how did our contestants do? They did okay, but congratulations, <laughs> Julia. You're moving on to our final round. All right, everybody, let's welcome back Lake Street Dive. It is time for your challenge. All right, you've divided yourself into teams. Rachel and Mike, Bridget and McDuck. Why, why this configuration? Rachel was the first one to call Mike Calabrese as her teammate. <laughs> and, and Bridget and I have a gang called the Boring Twins. Okay, uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. We don't know how it's going to go. Now we ask we our do. VIPs to uh, provide a prize for the final winner, our champion of our Ask Me One More Final Round and the show. And you guys provided something great your favorite food items that you can all purchase at one place, uh, which is a gas station, which is what happens when you tour. Uh, we asked you what kind of game you wanted, and you requested a music game, which I think is a very bold choice. Yeah, it's right? sort of, you know, if you mess this up, then this is basically what you do for a living. So <laughs> yeah. people are going to... It's going to be really embarrassing. People yeah. are going to say, what's wrong with this? Why would I listen to their music if they don't even, you know? No, it's going to be great. <laughs> Here's what I'm concerned about, though, is we were, <laughs> you know, we asked you what kind of music you knew about, and you said, well, it could be the Beatles, it could be 90s music, and then I heard one of you saying earlier, why did we pick 90s music? Because <laughs> the quiz is about 90s music. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much like just Michael Calabrese is going to be the right? Well, Mike, you're going to enjoy this game. The rest of you are going to have a hard time. Yep. I am going to sing some 90s hits with the lyrics slightly changed. You have to ring in and give me the original lyrics. Okay. Oh. oh, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wowzers. Since you are musicians, uh, I assume you'll be singing them, and everyone will be disappointed if you don't. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Here we go. Said if you want to call me baby, just go ahead now. And if you like to tell me maybe, just go ahead now. And if you want to buy me flowers, just go ahead now. And if you like to take cold showers, just go ahead now. Oh my goodness, yeah, it's Bridget boring. and McDuck. If you like to call me baby, just go ahead now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We'll like to talk for hours. Yeah. 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 It was funny because I was watching Bridget, I was watching you sing along, and then you mouthed, and if you'd like to talk for hours while he did that, and I saw your eyes go, What? Wait a second. <laughs> Not right. And you guys were so worried. Look at you. Yeah. Here we go. I'll make love to you like you want me to and i'll hold you tight baby all through the night i'll make love to you when you want me to and i will not let go till your cheeks turn blue mike and rachel and i will not let go till you tell me until you tell me to. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Thank you. Did you think I was going to hold you? Did I yeah. think I was going to I was going to penalize you for saying until when it was to actually till? Yeah. I love that band. That's a professional right there. I appreciate that. <laughs> Believe in me. 
help me believe in anything Cause I wanna be someone who believes Mr. Jones and me tell each other fairy tales And we stare at the beautiful women She's looking at you, oh no, no, she's watching TV Yes, Mike oh, and no, Rachel. No, she's looking at me. Yeah, you got it. In your face. You guys are competitive, as it turns out. It's pretty intense up here. Just Mike's competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get a bag of socks, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is your last clue. And I don't want the world to see me Because I don't think that they'd understand Everything's made to be broken I just want you to stop with the spam I just want you to hug my pet lamb I just want you to pump up the jam Bridget and McDuck I just want you to know who I am Yeah, that's right The buzzer technique was astounding for uh, that no, last question. They were question. working it. They were working it. Art Chung, who won this battle of the band? We don't want to break up this band on tour. It was a tie. Oh, my. I was hoping for Mbop. <laughs> and we will give you a prize, something you can add to your game on the tour bus, some Ask Me Another Rubik's Cubes. Let's hear it for our VIPs, Lake Street Dive. This week's grand champion, so let's bring back the winners from all of our games. From It's a Snap, Emily Kadish. From Celebrity Wedding Announcements, Sean Schaefer. From Presidential Keywords, Isaiah Tannenbaum. And from IQ Test, Chad Lavimonier. And from Very Confused TV Guide, Julia Meinwald. They'll be playing our Ask Me One More final round, and our puzzle guru, Art Chung, will tell us what that's going to be. Thanks, Afira. This round is about accents, those slanted lines above certain vowels that tell you to pronounce the letter. All the answers in this game will be words, phrases, or names that contain one or more accents. So, for example, if I said it's a trite or overused expression, you would say cliché. The accent over the E tells me not to pronounce it cliche. We're going to play the spelling bee style, so one wrong answer, and you're out. You only have a few seconds to give us that answer. 
The last person standing is our Ask Me Another grand winner. And for your prize, Lake Street Dive has prepared a gift basket of their favorite gas station delicacies that they've discovered on tour. <laughs> Here we go. Emily, it's a document listing your background and employment qualifications. Resume. That's correct. Sean, it's a classy word for a person's rear end. Derriere. Correct. Isaiah, it means to fry lightly in fat with a shallow open pan. Saute. Saute is right. Chad, it's that strange feeling you've played this game before. Deja vu. Correct. Julia, it's that strange feeling you've played... Nope, sorry. <laughs> Julia, you'd say this to acknowledge a hit in fencing or a good point in an argument. Touché. Touché. Très bien. We are back to Emily. It's a pink table wine that you're not too snobby to drink. Rosé. That's right. Sean, this philosopher famously wrote, I think, therefore I am. Three Descartes. seconds. Uh, can you give me the full name? Oh, come on. <laughs> Plato Descartes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, step aside. Let's see if Isaiah knows the answer. Rene Descartes. Rene Descartes. Sorry. Thanks for playing, Sean. <laughs> Rene was the part of the accent in it. We move on to Chad. It's a dessert consisting of a rich custard base topped with a layer of hard or burnt caramel. Creme brulee. Creme brulee. That's correct. Seven feet, five inches tall and over 500 pounds, this actor played Fezzik in The Princess Bride. Andre the Giant? That's right. <laughs> Emily, this person is on the staff of an ambassador or embassy or is a type of briefcase? Attaché. Attaché is right. <laughs> Isaiah, it's a clear soup made of strained meat or vegetable stock. Boulebase? No, I'm sorry, there's no accent in that. If you could step aside, Chad? Consomme. Consomme is correct. Thank you, Isaiah. <laughs> Julia, it's the political arm of the Revolutionary Irish Republican Army. <laughs> Three seconds. Dublin A. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let's see. Emily, do you know the answer? I don't know how to pronounce it, but I can try. You can try. Go for it. Sin fine with an accent over the I? Yes, maybe. I'm going to give it to you. It's uh, Sinn Féin over the accent over the E. Thank you, Julia. We're down to Chad and Emily. Chad, this giant Swiss food company has over 8,000 brands, including Kit Kat, Hot Pockets, and Hagen Dots. Nestle. That's right. Emily, it's a code that prohibits speaking or divulging information about certain criminal activities. It's not NDA, but that's all I'm coming up with. <laughs> no, it's not. Chad, if you know this, you're our grand prize winner. Omerta. Omerta is correct. Well done, Chad. You're our Ask Me Another Big winner. Enjoy your gas station treats. And also an autographed copy of Lake Street Dive's new CD, Bad Self-Portraits. One last hand for our VIPs, Lake Street Dive. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to be a contestant, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just look around for NPR Ask Me Another. And you can be a puzzle player anytime, anyplace by downloading our podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is Art Chung. Hey, my name anagrams to Narc Thug. Our house musician is Jonathan Colton. Thou Jolta Cannon. With additional puzzle writing by Sean Kennedy, Greg Lightman, Karen Lurie, Adam Markowitz, and Mary Tobler. Ask Me Another's produced by Jesse Baker, Josh Rogeson, Eleanor Kagan, Jess Miller, and our intern Lauren Moon. Along with Portia robertson Migas and Eric Newsom. We are recorded by Damon Whittemore, Kristen Moeller, and David Hurtkin. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR.
Next on Ask Me Another, actor Kevin Corrigan talks about results, his new film about personal trainers, but can he name the celebrity in this 80s workout video? Congratulations, you figured out how to turn on your VCR. That's the hardest part of this exercise video. After that, I guarantee it's a piece of cake. Join me, Ophira Eisenberg, on NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Trivia.